0: I've got a U. Ooh. I've got an unconventional convention. What's so cryptic hmm. and fun? Date Fight!
1: Hello there. Welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast that grinds on unrelentingly <laughs> uh, like someone. <laughs> Treading our actual physical bodies underfoot. Uh, Sorry, it's where we (laughs) take great moments that occurred on this day in history and we (laughs) spit them against each other. Yes, he's Jake Yap, and I'm Nat Tapley, and quite
0: willingly and of our own volition, no one's making us do this. We have chosen (laughs) two horses from a paddock full of the finest historical steeds to see which runs the fastest as we whip them with the whips of our minds.
1: Yes. course that's in the news isn't it the whole whipping business is
0: it they're not allowed to do it anymore to
1: whip or not to whip actually
0: knowing today's government they probably encourage them to do it more i think
1: we should still whip them yeah yeah Yeah. whips whips are back guys hey
0: in a big way round one i'm gonna take us to the 22nd of february 1856 when the republican party had their first ever national convention in pittsburgh the republican party had only been set up a couple of years before, as opponents of the Kansas-Nebraska Act to stop potential expansion of the slave states, which we sort of talked about a few weeks ago. Um, and their platform that they came up with, that, that convention was very short. You can find it online. It has, I think, four points in it. Wow. It has opposition to slavery. That was pretty much it. <laughs> uh, an end to poly- <laughs> There's an end to polygamy, oh. so no polygamy for Mormons.
1: Um, this is like the old joke about the Ten Commandments, isn't it? What? How old? Do you know the old joke? No. Moses comes down from the mountain. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. with the Ten Commandments. And he says, he says, The good news is I've got them down to ten. The bad news is adultery's still in. Hey! <laughs> yes.
0: That's exactly that. There are only four things in that convention, and one of them is saying to Mormons, no, give the wives back. Stop it. Uh, another of the four things, a third of the four things, was expressing shame on the Ostend Circular. And I've had a look around, and with the little cursory research I've done, I can't find out what the Ostend Circular was. Uh, it clearly wasn't very important. Um, oh, and they wanted federal money to build a transcontinental railroad. That was the entire... Wow. A uh, policy position of the Republican Party,
1: <laughs> which is
0: quite a long way from where it is today, I think you'll agree. They went from not existing to having a president within six years, which isn't bad going. To begin with, they were a, a party to, that catered more to sort of the urban population and what they would now refer to as the elites, really. It was the yeah. coastal elites who really liked the idea of an end to slavery and that sort of thing, and northerners um, and industrial cities. But now they've completely the opposite party to the one they were then. But anyway, in 1856, uh, the beginning of the Republican Party—that's what I've gone for. On the 22nd of February, 1856. What have you got?
1: Something far more significant, mate. Sorry. Oh yes. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to just like formally concede now, or do you want to? No, no. It's will uh... You I'll wait to, to hear it. Oh, oh, are you sure? Because you, yeah. you could just throw in this whole.
0: <laughs> i tell you what, if you get halfway through the sentence and I'm feeling particularly bad, I'll give cool. up
1: then. Let me take you back to the 22nd of February 1997 <coughs> and in Roslyn Midlothian <laughs> up the Scotland there. Oh, no. British scientists. Notice how they are British, not oh. Scottish. Yes. announce... Oh, OK. It's yeah. like Andy Murray. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Until they <laughs> exactly lose Wimbledon. That. Yes. Yes, exactly. Every time a scientist loses Wimbledon. Uh, Andy Murray <laughs> <laughs> announces that an adult sheep named Dolly mm. has been successfully cloned. Ooh. The thing with this is we've only really got their word for it. I mean, all sheep look the same. Well, yes. I, I don't want to be racist against sheep, but if you <laughs> clone, say, like, Steve Buscemi... That yeah, would be an achievement. Would, I because, would be
0: very keen to see what a clone of him would look like.
1: Yeah, you could be like, empirically, that's a clone of Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Like, I was going to say Alfred Hitchcock, but all babies look like Alfred Hitchcock.
0: And, but also, clones don't necessarily look the same, do they? Because they're only identical in the sense that identical twins are identical, and so environmental factors can make them look different. Can't they? Or is okay. that com- am I going I completely mad?
1: Yeah, sure. I don't know. Who cares? Okay. Uh, yeah. Here's a depressing fact for you. Yeah. Uh, the cell... Do Do you know how Dolly the sheep got the name Dolly?
0: No, was she a mixture of yeah. two? Other, oh, she was a mixture. I'm guessing of two other things.
1: That's a that I wish. Oh, I really sincerely wish it's much more depressing than yeah, that because she wasn't a mixture. The she was a clone. Yeah, the cell used as the donor for the cloning of Dolly was yes. taken from a mammary gland. And Professor Sir Ian Wilmot, who I'm happy to shame here, said, Dolly is derived from a mammary gland cell, and we couldn't think of a more impressive pair of glands than Dolly Parton's. Oh, my word. Yeah. Oh. I can't... So, proving, therefore, that there is not a single aspect of this, yeah, which is not disgraceful.
0: I would like to apologise on behalf of... Just the 20th century. Yeah. That was, that's...
1: Just, just men. That's, yeah. I mean, you'd have thought after
0: doing two world wars in a century, we would have...
1: Maybe, come on. You, you know, had bit. a
0: bit of a look at ourselves yeah. and gone, come
1: yeah. on. Maybe we should Let's... stop with the posturing. Oh. Uh, the, the the other thing that people don't really talk about so much is that Dolly was the only one that survived to adulthood from... How many were there? 277 attempts.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Okay. That's a lot oh. of
1: lamb, sort of turned inside out lamb carcasses dumped in a skip.
0: It's like that scene in Alien 3 where Sigourney Weaver walks kill through the me. vats of yeah, yeah. other, yeah.
1: I say, every time i got a hangover, <laughs> I, sit, I lie there going, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine myself with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Birthday to Edward Gorey, who was Tim Burton before Tim Burton even existed. Uh, he wrote The Gashley Crumb Tinies and many other weird, dark little books, which you should probably read.
1: Um, hey, speaking of, I'm sorry to break in, mm. but yesterday yeah, you talked about <laughs> a the story. swimming pool thing and somebody read the swimming pool story we found out. Lots on Twitter. of people have now read it. Yeah. Yeah. What Look, was the writer's name again? It was Chuck Palahniuk. and when he reads it out,
0: at, it uh, does book signings, so when he reads it out there, people tend to faint because it is such a horrific piece of work. Uh, we did say Hang don't on. read it. Chuck. And at least three people read it yeah. specifically. Well, P-A-L-A-H-N-I-U-K. Yep. Yep. He wrote Fight Club and uh, other things. Oh, there he is. Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, and don't read Just don't read it. That's my advice. Do not read it. This is and like the ring. Swimming. I can't
1: not. You've done it now. It's like a muffed a frame <laughs> and these other people read it on Twitter. And now I'm like, I need to see this. Okay, right. Is it called... Guts or the Guts Effect. Is it was it the that? cursed
0: story. I had to get someone else to read guts. it, otherwise I would that have. That sounds promising. It's called Guts. Yeah, it's Princess called in Guts. in Playboy
1: magazine. Okay. It's
0: online. I did link to it. Yes, printed in Playboy magazine and the Guardian Weekend this Two
1: supplement. Look good. taking as much uh, air as you can. No, I think I might stop there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a moment alone when you read it.
0: Um, Happy birthday to Rachel Dratch. She's the funniest one from Saturday Night Live in the early 2000s. And she's always funny in all the things she does. But she just turns up and does little cameos. But she's brilliant. Also, happy birthday to Drew Barrymore. She was in E.T.
1: And that's about it. (laughs) And Charlie's Angels. You forgot the other bit. yes. Charlie's Angels. Now you've done it. And the opening scene of Scream.
0: Happy Dead Day to Papa John Creech, the blues violinist who played with Louis Armstrong and Fats Waller and is the only blues violinist whose name can uh, be used in in a a parody of a Madonna (laughs) song. (laughs) And I did have to check the others to make sure you couldn't do an easy pod on Stefan Grappelli just before I said that. (laughs) Happy Death Day to Catherine Monvoisin, the fortune teller and poisoner, who was thought to have killed at least 2,500 people in 18th century France and was at the centre of the Poison's Affair, which is so exciting, I'll tell you about it as a proper thing at some point, probably in July. Um, Happy Death Day to the Dowager Empress Wang. You know why she's in this list. Yes, I'm not I going do. to explain any more than that. <laughs> that's the death days.
1: Mate, I'm reading the Chuck Palahniuk Are you story. well into I'm, it? You yeah, lost yeah. me. Don't. A friend of mine when he was dead. <laughs> oh. You don't want to read that anyway. It's still a family podcast, remember? I think I've read this. I feel. Like, what frightens me is that I feel like I've read it. I'm sure this. you would
0: remember it. it. If you read it and forgot it, that would be the most yeah, impressive that's thing. That's what
1: worries me. That's what oh, okay. I block out trauma. In I, which I case, forget you may everything.
0: have had it read to you on many occasions. Maybe you're in hell and this is read to you every night and you, then you forget it by the next morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it looks like we've drawn another we did tie on this one. Yeah. We're going back to the 22nd of February 1797.
0: Yes. The Battle of Fishguard, the last invasion of mainland Britain. The use of the word mainland is very important there because there have been lots of invasions of Guernsey, Jersey, Ireland, the Isle of Wight, lots of other places. But this one is the mainland. Although it was Wales, so it doesn't really count. Um, (laughs) uh, In support of the Society of United Irishmen, a French force landed in Fishguard, in Wales. They were meant to also land in Newcastle, I think, but they forgot to do that. Um, The Society of United Irishmen was uh, originally a parliamentary group who were trying to get rid of the British, but then became more radical towards the end of the 18th century, and they became friends with Revolutionary France and Revolutionary America. And General Osh landed a troop um, in Fishguard who... Now, they weren't all regular French army troops. Some were regular troops, and others were... Essentially, just people they'd pulled out of prisons, mercenaries, whoever yeah. they could find, and as soon as they <laughs> landed in people. Wales, yeah. they ran away and <laughs> found to find things to get drunk on.
1: Yeah, I love that. They, yeah. they sort of they were like, oh, "We right. are here. What shall we do?" But they were kind of like, "Oh, we live here now as well." And they just like went into yeah. houses. <laughs> and they and they went sat to houses there. and yeah. just
0: said, "This is ours now. now. You do
1: not." <laughs> but they thought the Welsh would greet them as
0: liberators. Mm. Not reason. The reason the Welsh hate the English is because they go into their house and treat them like they're, they take their stuff and think it's their own. Yes. The, the French doing the same thing doesn't endear you to them either. <laughs> so they asked a few people to f- Welsh people killing them. Well, Wales had, Wales had no one to defend them, but um, a vol- volunteer unit set up by William Knox, who made the head of that unit his son, another William Knox, who was 28 years old, had no battle experience, um, but he was leading t- 300 Pembrokeans. So there was yeah. a, there was a um, young Welsh woman called uh, Jemima Nicholas who dressed up all of her women friends in black clothes and steeple hats so they looked like soldiers and marched them up and down a hill, scaring the French off. They even captured a small troop of French people who were lying around drunk. Huh. Um <laughs> Essentially, it's easy to be story. The French land get drunk and then 300 not-very-good Welsh yeah. volunteers run around and manage to chase them all off they, with some irate Welshman with sticks.
1: To be fair, they were the inspiration for us in Calais yeah. forevermore.
0: <laughs> we're just going to go there, act like we own it, and drink a get lot. Drunk,
1: yeah. And then run away <laughs> back home. Yes. So... It was it was an amazing thing and what I like mm. is that it took several days for the news to get to London, as I suspect it would today, having driven <laughs> yes. from West Wales quite recently. Uh there was a run on the Bank of England. Yes. And that's everyone absolute. freaked out and were like, Yes, oh that- Crikey, never mind these promissory notes, these bank notes, I need to get some gold. Yeah. And uh, the bank was suddenly had to go. Oh, sorry, we, we were kind of lying. And um, where it says on English, bank <laughs> yes, notes, I probably pay, pay the, the bearer bear on demand.
0: Sometimes we don't yeah, have yeah. all that. that we... I actually
1: am. Have, I haven't <laughs> got it. I've only got half of that. Please yeah. stop. And so it, it changed the law. It changed yeah. the whole way money works in the UK.
0: It was the first time we'd ever detached the value of the money from actually being a redeemable note to being irredeemable. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, the note was just. It was just a note which said it was a pound on. After that, yeah. And that's how
1: all money works now. And something. I would also like to bring up Mm. is it was not technically the last invasion of Britain because, do you know about Burnham Burnham?
0: No, who's Burnham
1: Burnham? He was an Australian Aboriginal activist. Uh. And in 1988, on the 26th of January, he planted the Aboriginal flag on the White Cliffs of Dover (gasps) and claimed England on behalf of his people. Brilliant. So, that's theirs now. <laughs> it was a beautiful... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, technically, he has... Clipped. No, no one actually <laughs> pushed back on it. No one said, hang on a minute. So, technically, we're owned Brilliant. by the I'm Aboriginals now. Yeah. And I'm OK with that.
0: Uh, the French gave up. I like the fact that they gave up. Um, the and fi- The only place they could find to surrender was the Royal Oak pub in Fishguard, which is still there. You can still go and sit at the same bar where the French surrendered in their last invasion of England. Not England, Wales. Fantastic. See, I can't even... I'm so Anglo-centric. <laughs> <laughs> Telling a story all about Wales, and still, when it comes to the French sundry, it's yeah. the English. What did it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, I'm going to leave you to have a quiet word with yourself. Mm. And urge people to vote as quickly as they can today Because votes close yes, at midday close Or closed too. if you're listening yeah, after that You're too or late even if you've unearthed this As some kind of digital archaeologist <laughs> In the year 3042 <laughs> The last straggling remnants of humanity If this is on the, the only of evidence K2. Of 21st
0: century <laughs> yeah. civilization, Then you're in real trouble
1: yeah. It's too late to vote More, more yeah. critically
0: <laughs> <laughs> But you probably can still go on the Patreon You can still give to the retro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the results of this week's date fight tomorrow yes, we will. in <laughs> our fabulous bumper sunday episode mm. uh, until then, oh, we
0: also have a special announcement from one of our patreon subscribers tomorrow we have the first of our
1: donors birthdays yeah, the coming. first patreon birthday if you'd like us to celebrate your birthday, mm. why don't you go to patreon.com slash date fight yes and we will and we will we'll party hard if you if you yeah know, yeah exchange for money <laughs> Alright, <laughs> I mean, you made it sound <laughs> grubby and Cheap and, and, grubby. and I'm very happy about that. Right, so we'll see you tomorrow.
0: See you tomorrow. Bye.